0: you are listening to the week yeah <laughs> Everybody, it is me, the VIC, and we are back, episode 42 of the VCast. It's been a minute, uh, been a minute, or a month, has it been a month? It's been a minute, I know that's for sure. I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know, combination of things. Number one, quarantine got me lazy. LAZY quarantine has me uh just i don't know I'm everything is just so relaxed everything is so you know you're just spending time with your family like w- luckily I've been working but work hasn't been as intense as it has been you know what i mean work work is relaxed you know obviously you know you hope for it, you know, you want the intensity, because that means earnings are matching everything, but still, like, just the environment has had me so mellow, just not, I don't know, I've not, not, I've been thinking about fucking posting, I haven't been thinking about uh, algorithms and times of day and content and being creative and writing things down. I've just been consuming. I've been like Pac Man consuming food. I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm com- consuming um video games. Xbox control is literally right next to me. Um consuming bullshit, consuming other people's opinions, it's been quite the, uh, quite the experience, this whole quarantine, Mm. I don't know, and now we have fucking the world is ending, the apocalypse is happening, you know what I thought today was like, it's a crazy time to be a parent. You know what I mean? Like, it's a crazy time to raise your kids. And I'm sure people during World War II said that. And I'm sure people during um, the Great Depression said that. But they didn't have any... They didn't have the drama... I don't even think drama is the right word. They didn't have the, the experience or the history of knowing, all those things like we do now. Like having, and our exposure to it, and the amount of information, and the amount of emotion. I think everybody's experiencing all at once. It's just a crazy time to raise a kid. Like at one point, you would like scared, for them, like you're setting them up, for something. And then at the other side, it's like you create this gift and you're just like happy you have it. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but it is just a freaking crazy time, man. I don't know. I think that's that's another reason why I haven't been um, making content either because I, I don't know. I just feel like. Like my voice is gone as far as like i don't know having an opinion uh um, or not even having an opinion but being able to express myself verbally and this way especially without comedy like i'm terrified about doing comedy again if i'm being honest i'm terrified I'm terrified of doing this. Like, I've sat here for 15 minutes. I've recorded podcasts and I've just completely deleted them um, because I stopped midway through and I, I like just, I don't know. I, I, I get in my own head and then I'm just like, ah, you know, what am I doing? Almost like I lost, co- I don't know if it's confidence or is it interest you know Um, I've been completely consumed like I said playing video games and and working and then now I've got this other stupid video game listen stay away from an app called worm io all right or slither io there's these stupid worm games that are on the phone that's another obsession of mine that has become a damn problem um I'm just consuming this beard. It's grown in pretty, pretty thick. Um, yeah, man, this has been, and then to find out now, you know, all the stuff we're learning as far as all the statistics with the people that are vulnerable to the disease, the people that, um, you know, they're not, at much of a risk, like where do you draw the line between where can people take a take a risk for themselves and when do people have to take responsibility for their own actions and like their surroundings, their environment and control, you know what I mean? Like if if you're worried about your grandmother, if you're worried about your mother, which I was worried about my mother, I'm not exempt from this, terrified. My mother's extremely high risk so it's not like i didn't consider that as well people i know there had I, you know somebody i grew up with their father died um i know of people's family dying you know like i, I i'm not i like i'm not oblivious to the fact that this is impacting families but at the same time it's something new that kills us like it's just something else that like we die our lives are very fragile every day something can kill us every day walking down across the street fucking tree branch in your yard i was scared a tree branch in my yard was gonna fall and and kill me because i had a tree that was dying in my backyard it was pretty big and i'm mowing the lawn underneath it and like we'd wake up in the morning and there's branches on the lawn and you know you're worried about death i'm worried you know I'm worried if I go to the bathroom while my daughter's eating and she chokes on something while I'm taking a piss or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're always worried about our lives because they're fragile. So I am sympathetic to the fear of something new and deadly. Like, killing us. So I'm not trying to judge people for their reactions or how they're still reacting or if you're still scared about it. I'm not judging you at all. I'm sympathetic to that but I'm also sympathetic to the people that aren't scared. It's like, it's just a complete contradiction. They're not scared. They feel confident in their ability to wash their hands, take care of themselves, be aware of their surroundings, be vigilant in what you touch and what you bring home and changing and taking care of the people that you care about and making sure that they're not exposed. You know what I mean? Like I, I believe in that process and I believe that there's going to be people that don't follow that and they're going to fuck it up for everybody else but when did we ever let what other people can do to fuck everything up for you know what I mean like what else do we do that with where we completely shut something down because of the fear of some you know it's so it's not an easy thing. I'm not here trying to pretend like I know, like my opinion is more valid than anybody else's, or th- I'm just trying to contextualize my experience with it. And maybe you can relate. Maybe you're like, no, just you know what I mean, like. But there's certain things that you just can't deny, like the statistics of the amount of people that are at risk and the percentage of how they interact with the virus versus the people that aren't so much as high risk people without pre-existing conditions, healthier people, people with strong immune systems, certain age groups, you know, there's a whole, there's so many variables and everything, the fear, what it was that they initially thought it was, how scary they thought it initially was, it wasn't it ended up not being that scary. So uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I I agree things have to change too. Like I'm I'm excited about that. There's also silver linings to things. I'm not just trying to shit on all the decisions we made because that doesn't help us going forward. But also like the silver linings to it like the fact that everybody's more conscious about hand sanitizer and washing their hands and what they touch like i think if we become more conscious of that as a society the same way that we should be more conscious about a certain group of people and how they're treated like the same way we should be conscious about these things and it just changes our behavior like infectiously like did we have to be fucking maybe are we maybe we are fucking animals that we did need to be fucking locked down to like maybe we should lock people down for racism too, right? Maybe if we make everybody stay home for a fucking month, for two months until they can get their fucking act straight and stop looking at other people differently than them fucking selves. Like if anybody like the notion that there's this fucking gene inside of you that makes you better than another fucking group of people like there's not variables in both scenarios like it's just fucking stupid like what the fuck train of thought did that fucking take me off on like maybe we are fucking animals that need to be whipped into submission like am i wrong for being up uh um uh like to believe in the principles of non-aggression. Like I, this is something I've learned from the libertarian party. I, you know, I, I really don't want to be like associated with any particular party, even though, um, you know, I grew up Democrat, um, a registered Republican because I wanted to vote in one primary. I've never voted for a Republican president, a presidential candidate, but I wanted to vote um locally. That's why I was, I wanted to vote locally for a Republican that was running over a Democrat. That was a crooked motherfucker. Um, So I just wanted to get that guy out. And I had, you know, from what I had seen about the Republican candidate, I don't remember when it was. It was around 2014, 2015. And um, anyway, so then I became a registered Republican and now I just like what I've learned from, from the libertarians is that it's the principle of non aggression. Uh, you know, this is a thing that Ron Paul talks about, uh, the Mises Institute of Austrian Economic. Like, I've start, like the, the whole principle of economic freedom as far as, you know, keeping the government out of your business. And, you know, I just bought into that whole philosophy, but maybe I'm fucking wrong right maybe people do need to be whipped and beaten down like that's what these people on the radical left believe right they want the best for you they know better for you they know better for you than you do and if you don't like it maybe you need to go to like a reeducation camp and learn better you know um so i mean there's so many there's just so much going on it's fucking like how people can deny that how people can deny that there's just a certain way that people treat black people like it's just it's an obvious like prejudice is it prejudice like it's just an obvious thing I don't i don't know maybe it's obvious to me maybe it's not obvious to me because i've been the victim of racism like then i could see it maybe it's not obvious to other people like i'm trying to be sympathetic to people too like to be to hateful people the people that hate i'm trying to find this level of compassion on stupid shit like i've been doing this for a long time that's why i've try to find myself so much in the center and I'm at odds with a lot of people because I'm just constantly trying to find a different way of looking at things I just feel like when I especially the when I look at uh, my Facebook feed or I look at my Twitter feed and or just look at any um, like how like most people's feeds there's this like, it's almost like a rhythm, a rhythm of of the way people think and the way people respond to things and the way, you know, like you see like how these things, how these dominoes fall when like news comes out, like with, with the whole Trump Lysol, you know, ingesting infections, like I'm not a Trump supporter. I was telling my friends the other day we were talking about it um you know how fucking trump's talking crazy about using the military and i'm like hey look when trump first came out when first trump first came out to run as a presidential candidate i thought it was hilarious i thought it was gonna disrupt this like the 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 initial disrupt of the system. Remember, he was still a fucking TV star that everybody had prior to that had some sort of an affection for. Maybe you didn't love him, but you didn't hate him. You just didn't, you know, but he got a lot of fucking, you know, the guy's not, the guy's not bullshitting. He had high ratings. A lot of people were watching, right? When he first came on the scene and he was a disruption to what I have already seen as just a corrupt two-sided one coin you know two sides of the same coin um, scam between the Democrats and Republicans when you put this crazy motherfucker in the mix I fucking loved it I was such I was so into it I thought it was hysterical then really quick he started talking (laughs) right really quick he started talking and his authoritative um way of speaking of how he was doing just the way he was taught i just was like mm, uh, that's too much power for somebody like that that's that was just mine that's what turned me off that's why i didn't have to argue about um race because i believe i didn't have to argue about if he's a racist or not um because i'm you know I know he says a lot of fucking nasty shit, but to me, he's just another old white guy, right? That's the, in in area that we've grew up, New Jersey, New York, like that's how old white people are. Like I've, you know, an old white person not being racist to me is more of a surprise that I'm, you know, I'm not trying to fucking bash white people here. That's just been my experience. But an older white person to me, not being a racist or not having bias, like when I, I, I get real, I guess I'm taking, taking this fucking deep. When I look at racism, I look at the levels of racism. I look at the way some people just don't like certain people because of their color, right? Their skin tone makes them feel uneasy and they, they're just uneasy around these people. They don't hate them, right? They don't hate them. They don't treat them... They don't treat them bad or poorly. They don't mock them. You know, like, you know, they don't get in their way. They just feel differently about them. Right? There's that level of racism. There's the level of racism on the complete other side where you're fucking hate. You want them to die. You think they're less. You think they're... Like, there's that fucking disgusting level of racism. And then there's all the levels in the middle of fucking Spanish grandmas. There's fucking Dominicans. There's, you know, there's all levels of racism of what I call racism towards black people. Right. Not just African American black people. Like, you know, black people like Dominican, like, you know, Dominicans may not think they're wanting to be black, but other people look at them and treat them like they're black. So, you're black. And then same thing with Puerto Ricans, Cubans, you know, there's just this way that people look at them and the way that, because I do it the same way to white people. Like as a standup comic, when I see a crowd, if I saw a crowd of black people or Spanish people or younger people, I wouldn't be as intimidated as if I saw a group of a, a crowd of older white people. You see what I'm saying? Just because I've always, I've never had a problem fitting in or being accepted in with the black and Spanish community. I've always had a problem being accepted or my feeling of being accepted into the white community. So that was my experience so what point am I making here maybe I need a sip of water so I view different levels what was the overall point I was trying to make I view different levels of racism it's just so when I looked at Trump I just looked at him like an old you know he prob- he probably says the n word in his house right at home but he wouldn't say it to somebody's face and he wouldn't treat somebody like bad in like a th- she, he wouldn't be a direct like he wouldn't be a direct racist he's probably like an indirect racist you know what i mean i i i know it just to what i'm saying it just sounds naive but it's, it's how I believe, it's how I see people, I try to see the best in people, and I try to see, you know, I maybe I am naive, and I try to look at positive, like a, I'm painting these stories, I'm writing these stories in my head about people, I don't know these things, these aren't facts, this is just the fucking things that I make up about what my, my relationship to my environment is, these aren't facts, right, so what I'm, trying to say is that I didn't like the thing that got me with Trump is not you know was his authority nature so oh, damn I really don't remember what the fuck I was talking about to begin with to be honest with you it's just being more compassionate so I'm trying to be more compassionate about things in general, you know what I mean no, no, I am talking about something happy i'm i'm that's that's like my my point with it is is damn, I really don't know what the hell I was saying. I went off on such a chance yeah you know when you talk about something and you just go off on so so like i i went I was trying to like beat around a bush to make a point trying to explain something so I didn't make it like cringy like I was trying not to be like I'm trying to talk about you know what's going on today and my experience with race and 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 just like the environment and what I've been going through since I've you know I've been doing this podcast I got pretty consistent with it and then the last episode I did was April April 23rd we're now in June so, I'm just talking about how uninspired I was, and then you know you have all these things going on, and it's like a you know you just start i don't know almost like I didn't believe in in my uh my own voice, like my own voice was like it disappeared like I don't know every time I just turned the mic on, I just wanted to like hide. Like, I don't want to address these things. Like, what else can I talk about, though? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. I feel like with all these things going on, first it was the corona, and like, I want to get on here. and And I believe differently than, if I believe differently than everybody else, and I'm just trying to express myself as far as what I believe and questioning things, people attack you. Like, that's the kind of society we live in right now, where people just attack you. You know, if if I say, you know, if I am uncomfortable with wearing a mask, I'm a Trump supporter immediately. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to vote for him. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just been a lot, a lot of stuff going on. But, I mean, my little struggle with just not wanting to talk on the mic versus what, the whole world is going through. It's so ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like this is so, um, it's such a, a trivial, trivial thing to be um, uh, fearful of. I've, I really, I'm like fearful of all kinds of shit. I'm fearful of, of looters. I don't know where you guys live. Um, but I, like somebody screamed last night screamed in the middle of the night it was like three thirty in the morning four o'clock in the morning somebody screamed um why are you ringing my doorbell so I, that's what i i heard like i don't know i just literally woke up out of sleep and i walked i walked to the wrong side of the house they were screaming on at the rear of the house and i walked to the front of the house and i'm looking out the window and i'm like so scared that i was just gonna see any like just group of people you never know what people are gonna be doing if they're just ringing doorbells and running egging houses spray painting vandalizing breaking in you know that's then you get into i get into these like you know i have a friend that's a very big uh gun guy very big second amendment uh he's a gun range very big gun enthusiast and i was hanging out with him the other day and he was you know we we're talking about the riots and stuff and looters and he was like he was like man I'm so scared that you don't have a gun and I'm like yeah now I'm scared that I don't have a gun now you have me scared and um, then maybe I should maybe I should just get like a sticker for the door that says I have a gun right the stickers gotta be pretty scary like you get to the front door and, you let, and it just says some stupid like I get like one of those redneck stickers right i get some maybe pepper spray some good crowd control use some pepper spray (laughs) at the door but you know you know you know it's just uh, you see all these videos of um just groups of people like eight ten people just storming through a doorway like once they kick that door down and they get in and it's just me my wife my daughter you know and that's just a a heavy burden of uh of security you know like to 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 have to to be responsible for the safety of these two lives and my own life too i'm scared you know i got baseball bats i got uh i got knives that i stash everywhere i'm stabbing people i don't care with we're, we're, you know somebody's coming with me that's it uh we have a getaway plan so the the, we have a getaway plan so the wife and the kid can get away and i'll stay i'll stay swinging to the end to get to let them get away and i don't care that's 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 fine by me you know what are you gonna do yeah as a child yeah child poor kids that's what i was talking about earlier like um I think that's what got me into this whole conversation. As a matter of fact, like it's just a crazy time to raise a kid. Crazy times. It's just you and your grandmother. don't have a plan. Yeah, I know. You just got to get out. That's it. You just have a plan. I feel like if you can't stand and defend yourself somewhere then you're sitting duck then you have to be on the move right i've been i listen back 2013 all right 2013 i lost my job and uh i didn't lose my job i quit and uh i you know i was able to get unemployment because of a dispute i had but anyway i was home and i got really into youtube videos and i went down the conspiracy rabbit hole and then i got into doomsday prepping Right, I got into doomsday prepping so hard for like three months, maybe four months, maybe longer. I don't know how long I was into doomsday prepping, but I had books written out with plans. Um, I was doing so much research. Oh yeah, parents stuck with kids too. I know, I know that's freaking crazy. I I don't know what you. I don't know. There's so much going on, but I was doing so much research about um, doomsday prepping. And, uh, there were these levels of plans. So when you make your doomsday plans, you got to make them by levels of what your risk is based on where you live. So uh, I live in New Jersey. So the the risk I have is, um, power outages, natural disasters, looting and rioting. Um, what else? Um. Those was it. So you have to make it based on um you have to make it based on each category and the risk of each one. How 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 likely is any of these to happen? And then you make those a priority based on the risk. And then you break it down into how long do you feel you're gonna be affected? So then you make it one, you know, uh is it gonna be, you know, a couple weeks? You have a couple weeks plan you have a um a month plan, a couple months plan, 6 months, then like a year and permanent. Like I think after like 6 months it's like a permanent plan. Like what's your so then you have to build your doomsday uh plan based around this uh these guidelines, right? So, when you make that graph based on all those, you know, the types of uh, doomsday events and how long you, you're going to expect to plan for, you make that and you, you make it based off of that, you build your inventory uh, and prioritize what you need to buy. And I mean, I, that's how far I got into it. And um, I was started reading about I started reading and watching videos about a book because this book was so big. There was no way I just, number one, I couldn't afford it at the time because I didn't have a job, but also um, I didn't want to tie. It was a textbook, and the guy said it was was a textbook, and the textbook was about uh, all of the areas in the United States and um, evacuation plan, like how, like, not only evacuations, but it was also about your risk of where you were and how much of a at-risk you were to not be able to be evacuated and to be trapped in your area if there was um, some sort of cataclysmic event, which, I don't know if you know this, it's very likely. Cataclysmic events, very likely, okay? Very, very likely. here's why it doesn't seem that way because our lifespans hear that that's a snap of a finger that's how quick our lifespans are in relationship to the earth (laughs) to the earth's age right i don't know if you've ever seen this graph there's a graph that shows the earth age representing uh oh thank you so much mama wish i appreciate the love that you, for the, you know, uh, for advertising me on Twitter, Um, there was a, what the heck was I saying, there was a, oh, the Statue, um, Statue of Liberty, the Empire State Building, there's a graph with the Empire State Building that shows, that's the age of the earth, right, if the earth, amount of years, which is like, in the, it's a billions, I think so. I'm gonna say billions. I'm a scientist. It's in the billions of years, right? So this is the 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 representation of Earth of the age of Earth is the Statue of Liberty, not Statue of Liberty, the Empire State Building, right? That's it. The amount of time that man has been on this Earth would be a pin, the top of a pin on the top of the Empire or a dime on the top of the Empire State Building needle. Like, that's how long humans have been on this Earth. So the amount of cataclysmic events that we have is insane Um, as far as asteroids hitting the Earth, volcanoes erupting, climate change. Like, the climate's going to change no matter what. I don't think we should be debating climate change. We should just be preparing for it. Tornadoes, everything. Especially with climate change, you know, get with it getting hotter. Yeah, it's gonna get hotter. Guess what? It could also get it can get very cold. Because right now we're in what's called the younger drier era. I'm probably butchering this because I'm an idiot. Um we're basically in a break from uh an ice age there was an ice age and then a fucking meteor hit the earth about 13,000 years ago and completely reset the whole fucking planet melted to north america used to be buried under 2 miles thick of a uh, glacier of ice that was all of north america and then a fucking glacier hit boom fucking instantly melted everything and just you know created a whole f- freaking mess there's uh there's a man named randall Carl car randall carlson he's a geologist like this fucking guy studies uh he's a master builder but he studies geology as a as a side like just his fucking passion and he talks about like being able to look from like a helicopter or from the top of a mountain ridge and looking at the earth and the way he sees it he sees the ripples in the earth from when the massive waters think about how much water it would be if two miles of thick of sheet of ice is melted instantaneously, the amount of rapid waters that would be rushing. And you see that over the earth. He has this video in the plains, uh, these pictures in the plains where you can see the ripples. Um, you can see the ripples in the, in the earth. And the ripples to us, they look like hills. But when you look at it from up, you see the ripples? It looks like in the beach. You know when you see the sand at the beach and the water goes out and then it comes back and it creates that ripple as the water pulls out, as the tide pulls that water out? It leaves those ripples in the sand? Well, that's what you see in the earth. It's freaking, it's freaking crazy. I want. I think, see, that's the other thing about climate change. I think I, this is why things get politicized and it drives me crazy. Sim, like, not simple, but just... Things like climate change, they make it a debate about what we do. And I think it's, it's just smart, regardless whether you believe that we're going to make an impact as people on the climate, it's just smart to be clean, right? Like just the way you look at the beach sometimes, the way you look at the earth, and you know, like driving and you're enjoying a really nice day, you know, when you're out and, you know, and like, after a season change, and you get to enjoy the nice weather out, and you're out, and you look, and you're trying to enjoy some beautiful landscape, and you got to see fucking fast food bags. Uh, You know, I have a video on my Instagram. I was eating eating in my car at, at a Wendy's parking lot. I'm eating in my car, and as I'm eating, out the corner of my eye, I see something fall, and when I look in the rear view, this guy and that's parked behind me, like, you know, that, uh, horizontally behind me, is just throwing trash out of his window. So I I film, and I walk over to the car, and I grab the trash, and I said, <laughs> pick up your shit, asshole, or some stupid shit, or pick your own shit up. And I threw it back in his car. And it was just an old guy, like, just this old fucking dude. But, like, ooh, like, ooh throw shit on the ground anymore? Like, anything. Like, pieces of paper. Like, I'm just conscious of those things now. Like, that's what I feel like the same thing with, like, what we're going to be going through now. Like, washing your hands. Stay the fuck away from people. Stop being on top of people when you're out line in the grocery store. I hate that. When somebody's, like, a foot behind you, you can fucking, they just, you know, you can, they're almost in your peripheral vision and they're behind you. That's how fucking on top of you they are. Like, give me three feet. That's something that they say in the New York, New Jersey area. Bro, give me three feet Back the fuck up! Give me three feet. All right. Well, now it's give me six feet. That's what the fucking government's mandating. That's what the CDC recommends. It's fucking six feet. Stay away from people. Like, these are things that I think will just make us better. You know what I mean? Like, um, oh, that's the point that I was that I was making before when I was talking about that shit. Because I was saying that I'm like very libertarian, like in my beliefs. as far as like, I believe in people. I don't. I don't. I believe in non-aggression. I don't want government aggression to force people to do things that they think. I think we should do it, right? But fucking, maybe people do need to be whipped. To um, you know, I don't know. Fucking, I don't want to make that point anymore. Um, it's just. It's yeah, it is crazy. Like just disgust it's just people some people are disgusting. So it's good that the silver lining where you're changing habits, um, you know, sneeze guards everywhere. Um Yeah, but see that's the thing. I don't think everybody needs to stay inside. I think the people that are at risk to stay their ass inside. And if you live with somebody that's at risk, if you're around people that's at risk, then you need to be fucking more responsible. Like you know, my mom's at risk. My daughter, my niece lives with her, my sister lives near her, and they've been like super responsible. They're more aware of who they're around. They're more aware of what they touch. They're more aware of how much they wash their hands. They're more aware of the clothes that they wear when they get home and they change, you know, like my mom is super high risk. And you you have to spread that knowledge You have to spread that information to people You gotta beat that shit in their head Over and over again Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like that's the sacrifice you make, right? And that's your decision And that should be your decision Like nobody should shame you For how you feel And how you respond to it It's your family Nobody's in your shoes And you have to make the decisions Based on the situation that you're in some other people might be in similar positions and they just believe differently they fucking risk it they have that conversation they the people that are at risk know they're going to risk it they know they're going to risk it that's their that's their fucking problem unfortunately you know what i mean yeah it's 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 freaking crazy And there's the amount of compassion that people don't have for each other on both sides. Like it's, you know, you have one side that's not compassionate about people that are scared. And then you have the other side that's not compassionate about the people that are not scared and how not. And maybe they are scared and they're pretending that they're not scared. Yeah, that too. You know what I mean? Like. There's that. It's just nobody's nobody's showing compassion for anybody on either side. And and that's what I think we need more of to get into the middle because we need each other. We need both sides. You can't have just one side. You can't. You need the pull. You need the constant pull back and forth. Right? The yin, the yang. You need that shit. But you need to have just need to have compassion for each other empathy like I'm empathetic I've, I'm trying to that's what I was talking about before too is I'm trying to be empathetic to people that grow up with hate in their heart right people that are hateful because when I think about people who are hateful you know you don't agree with it right you hear those people just look at listen to the the Christian priests that that, um, that Westboro Baptist Church right how they preach that hate you see how disgusting it is um, you can let them talk because everybody just looks at them and they're like, yeah, look how fucking stupid they are. You know what I mean? Like, that's why we have freedom of speech because when bad bad ideas won't win. It's just they're not going to win. Not when the ideas are better, that are, you know, ideas are better, like loving each other, not hating people, you know? And then when when I look at people that are hateful, I'm thinking like what, how hard that must have been to grow up. With that hate in your heart Like I don't think having hate in your heart Is something that makes you happy I can't I mean I guess there's sociopaths out there and stuff But for the most part, general speaking Most people aren't sociopaths Most people have feelings Right, so to grow up with that amount of hate When you have hate, when you have negativity in you Like they teach you That that shit is bad for your health Being negative, being angry, being uh, hateful, like that stuff's bad for your health. So it can't be easy. Like what happened that you grew up with this hate? Because everybody's a baby, right? Everybody's a little kid growing up. We all see little kids. I'd never met a little kid that was hateful, like a three-year-old, four-year-old. Like I've never met a hateful three or four-year-old I've met bratty kids you know little attitudes and they're fucking spoiled or some shit like that but i've never met a hateful kid so where does that happen like that happens to someone you know what i mean like what happens to people and I, i i think by examining that you don't condone the behavior but it might be easier to get people on your side like to get people to flip it there's a guy i saw on another podcast i gotta go back and watch that podcast man this is black guy that that converted a lot like on a ridiculous amount of kkk members like had people hand him their robes like this guy is like the best talker in the world i wish i knew his name um I want to listen to that podcast because I think that's fascinating fuck. Like, how did you get these people just talking to them? You know what I mean? Just showing compassion. It's amazing. Like what kind of that thing, you know, like I don't, I don't agree with the looting and the rioting. I always believe that love should conquer hate, but I don't judge the looting and the rioting. I understand the anger, you know, i understand the anger i understand i don't give a fuck i don't i understand the criminals that there's criminals out there i understand that there's um people that are taking advantage of it to incite more hate um you know they don't get these pallets of fucking bricks from nowhere um these people just come dressed up and from out of town already like quick response time on some of these people getting to these protests to cause damage there's so many videos of online of the, the you know of peaceful protesters calling out these fucking savages these fucking animals that are out there spray painting i saw this group of um this one black lady was fucking screaming at this car With this, these fucking three white people in it, because the white people had pulled up and gave this group of black guys bricks, and she was fucking yelling at them, saying, "Why the fuck are you giving them bricks for? You know what the fuck they're gonna do? You ain't even from around here. Like you're gonna get these fucking guys killed for what? Like what is it to you? Like why? You know she's yelling at them. There was another video of these um these black girls yelling at these two white girls because they were spray painting Black Lives Matters on these buildings, and they're like, "Why the fuck are you spray painting that shit? They're not gonna blame you for that. They're gonna blame us." like you're making us look bad you know and like yeah, it's just a fucking hornet's nest and then you have people that just group like again on both sides they just lump everybody together and they say oh, all the protesters are this like all the fucking people are this like, all the people are that and it's just so much more complicated it's so much more complicated we are we're just i think we have just access we have so much access to so much information That it's fucking overloading people's heads we're in the process of becoming cyborgs right now just so you know this thing right here see it i have an apple you might have a droid whatever this is turning you into half a cyborg right we're cyborgs we're artificial intelligence is here already the problem is is the connection from this to this is slow Right? The connection from the phone to your brain is slow. Once that connection increases, once that becomes instantaneous, like we're going to be fucking different. We're going through evolution. Like we're having so much information in our head. We don't know how to process it. We're still savages. It wasn't that long ago that we owned people. It wasn't that long ago that we owned people. It wasn't that long ago that we kept people separate It wasn't that long ago that we didn't have electricity it wasn't that long ago that we didn't have the internet like life is moving fast and i'm optimistic i'm optimistic as crazy as the times are as crazy as everything is happening i'm optimistic that from back then until now things have gotten a lot better things have gotten a lot better from our parents generation to how we grew up like i i didn't make any like crazy strides away from my mom i didn't my mom worked her whole life a union job 30 years pension like you know my mom just worked every day 6 a.m to fucking 4 p.m every fucking day my whole life that was all she did by herself my dad died when i was a kid so my mom did that every single day i didn't make a big leap from her all right we rented our whole lives rented an apartment i didn't go to college i didn't get a degree i'm not a fucking scientist but i have a home it's granted it's me and my wife i have a home a backyard a front yard like i know these are just things but what i'm saying is that life has gotten better overall for people from back then to now and even though things are really shitty still, I'm just optimistic that these are growing pains. And that we're getting better. We're going to treat people better. We're going to be more accepting of people. And it's going to be a lot, you know, it's not going to be an easy process. Oh, are you kidding me? We're going to be fucking cyborgs with people growing. But they're growing parts now. They grew a heart out of fucking uh, out of avocado shit. I don't know. <laughs> they're growing all kind of crazy shit. They grew a heart, I think, out of lambskin or something. They're growing. Um, they're gonna you, you're gonna get. Uh, you're gonna you know. They're gonna our soldiers are gonna get better body parts than they had before. People that get artificial limbs, they're gonna have better limbs than they are before. You're gonna fucking get an, an artificial leg that was better than the leg you had before. It's going to be so good. You're going to want to cut your other leg off to have two of them. I'm telling you, it sounds crazy now. It sounds crazy now, but I'll tell you what. A hundred years ago, it would have sounded crazy talking about breast implants, right? <laughs> or ass implants, right? People reconstructing their jaw and shit. Imagine if you told people a hundred years ago, just a hundred years, that people were going to be fucking changing their fucking... Complete face and all this shit just because they wanted to, not because they had to, like just because they wanted to. I'm telling you, Elon Musk I love movies. Elon Musk is uh, working on some neurotransmitter that's gonna configure, like, it's like a they fucking take out a little piece of your skull and then you put the foot, like a little fucking computer right there, pink it interfaces with your brain and basically the way it's going to start is they're going to be starting with, you know, repairing brain damage or brain injuries like para- uh, paralysis uh, dementia, Alzheimer's treating brain injuries you know, that's going to be the first iteration and then it'll get to the point where people just be getting that shit because then they can see in fucking 3D and they can download video games and play in person. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Not that we're not that far away from it. If a fucking rocket, uh, not a rocket, if a meteor doesn't come down and end it all, we're like ten years. All right, ten years. That's how crazy it is. We're like ten years away from a different world anyway. When you think about it, we're like ten years away from a completely different world anyway. This has been a fucking rant. I'm gonna go to bed in a minute when we wrap this up. <sighs> Final thoughts. Um, as you know, as the listeners th- of the podcast know, I am an aspiring stand-up comedian. I've only been doing comedy. Uh, it'll be three years next. It'll be three years in February, so I'm two and a half years in, but. Does the half really count now? I don't think the half counts. I haven't been on stage since March and um, I miss it, but I'm terrified to go back. There's open mics already opening up. There's open mics already opening up. No mic. Nobody holds a mic. You have to wear a mask when you're not on the mic or when you're talking. Uh, and there's only a limit of ten people inside. The, it's a a police social club, and one of the cops is an ex-cop. He's a comic now, and um, you know he's hosting it, uh, so he knows all the rules that you have to follow, um, which is cool. No mic, so nobody's holding that shit. You know, with your mouth on it. Uh, we, you know, they haven't figured that situation out yet. So everybody's just talking. You know, you're just talking, and they only allow 10 people you have to you know it's all by appointment so you can't go in there if you don't have uh you know your just your, your reservation and uh and that's cool you know just to start getting in i've been scared people have been doing comedy online these online comedy shows these zoom comedy shows and i'm you know shout out to all the comics that did it man i'm not hating i don't think it's you know i shit it out in the beginning thinking it was stupid and um it's not man people have to people have to express themselves um so you know I heard they put on a lot of good shows on those Zoom comedy shows so that's cool um they might still keep those that might still be a thing after this which I think is pretty dope uh internationally you can do a lot of international work so I might have to get on that damn it do some stuff on there um yeah I'm I'm happy I got this uh opportunity to get past my own bullshit to sit down and actually record this mama wish thank you so much for spending some time with me it was uh it was nice having you here you were some some good company I appreciate you I hope you come back uh I ask that you hit that follow button if you do want to come back um It's been, uh, yeah, yeah. I do these things pretty sporadically too. I have been, I was on a schedule of Wednesday night. See, that's the other thing. I always had guests. I have another mic here. This is my basement in my house. My comedian friends, we come. We'd have some great conversations, just like the same way I'm bullshitting here. I have these same conversations with my friends um, and um, we've had some good ones. We've had some good ones. You can find them on uh, on YouTube. If you want to check those out, Mama wish some of the interviews. Well, they're not really interviews. They're just conversations um, with some comedian friends. Um, uh, you can find them on YouTube or wherever podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, that's the Vcast, um, Vic Cideno. Um And that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm not going to drag this on because then I'll sit here trying to drag it on. I appreciate the support and, um, That's it. I hope you have a beautiful night and be kind to each other. Be nice. Smile, all right? Smile at people, even though they can't see you behind the mask. (laughs) Smile anyway. You can see it in the eyes. Have a good night.